all, and welcome to Idols, Icons, and Irols, a Survivor Recap Podcast. We're your hosts, Nell and Peter. We're so glad you're joining us as we break down and analyze the craziest and most memorable moments of every single season of Survivor. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.irols for behind-the-scenes clips, outtakes, and important updates. Interested in making a guest appearance to talk about your favorite season of Survivor? Reach out to us at idols.icons.irols at gmail.com. All right. Hello, everyone. And after a long awaited welcome back, we are back, everyone. Hello. Like that's COVID brain for you, that opening sentence. Yep. And that's yeah. that's the groundbreaking information we have to share is we're recording yeah. yet another podcast with one of the hosts having COVID. Third uh, time yeah. we've done it, baby. Third time. And you know what? It probably won't be the last no. the way things are going. <laughs> Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, so yes, we are here on episode 26. Um we are wrapping up the year in style. We are here to finally finish off our recap of season nine, Vanuatu. Um, this is the first podcast episode ever recorded with Nell in her childhood bedroom. Woohoo! Um, woo-hoo. It's a nice like salmon kind of coral. Um, More it's coral like, than salmon, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. Which the desk area? I'm not gonna show you because it's dirty, bright green. Of course. <laughs> Oh, it's like the, the desk. Uh, the desk like, oh, you had a... goes in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like a built-in. Kind of yeah. yeah, and that area is bright green. You have a statement wall. Absolutely. Uh, in a in a room that someone argue is filled with statement walls. <laughs> I also have my um my Camp Lake Hubert paddle. Oh. When I finished my leadership training, right? I gave it a paddle. It's just on the ground over there. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> You're bringing the outdoors in. You really. I have a coaster that my sister made me. Uh, oh, it looks like it says Neil, but I'm realizing that she used It's just like lowercase. Yeah. And a lower Artistic case. choices. <laughs> High ropes. <laughs> like, <laughs> lots, of, lots of couple of things around my room. <laughs> wow. This is great. It's like 72 questions with Vogue, kind of. <laughs> That is very true. <laughs> All right. Welcome back, everyone. Um, we are here for season nine, Vanuatu, part two, which for those of you that don't remember, part two means post-merge. <laughs> so yeah, it's been a little bit. Um, so it's going to cover the last seven episodes. Um, there are 10 people left. So the final little walkthrough of all of that. So we will go ahead and dive right in. Um, with episode eight quote now the battle really begins um which is so interesting because it starts off still in tribes so the battle really hasn't quite started right off the bat Mm -hmm. um but yeah so they do a reward challenge still as yasser and the pevy and long story short the um like guys primarily guys mm-hmm. tribe i forget which one that was Love but it's heavy. like chad yes chad chris and sarge and twyla and julie um they win reward 
and then they're like all having fun and like yada 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 and as they gather for the immunity challenge allegedly jeff shocked the castaways <laughs> when he announces <laughs> the merge <laughs> and that they're actually going to be playing for individual immunity as opposed to tribal immunity which I don't think anyone should have been shocked by they were down to 10 people. Like it was time. Like we were yeah. ready for it. Yeah. Like we were ready for it. I like that when they try to do like a little like kind of fake because. them out, you know, yeah. when they're like, oh, everyone's going to do like reward. Like right. we're going to keep it. And then they're like, oh, but it's like obviously the number, like everyone's doing yeah. the math in their head. <laughs> no, yeah. I remember, I don't know if we've recapped the season on the podcast yet, but I remember there's one season that don't they pack up their entire camp because they think that it's the merge. I don't know if you remember this, but one season, one of the tribes like packed up everything. Yeah. <laughs> and brought it with them to the immunity challenge. And Jeff's like, what are you doing? And they're like, well, are we merging? And he was like, no. <laughs> yeah. They like delayed the merge definitely to just no. make them look like exactly. an idiot. <laughs> Um, but anyways, so we go into the immunity challenge. Basically, Sarge wins immunity. Um, it's a very physical one. And so when they go back to Mopavi camp, which is now Alinta, which allegedly means people of the fire, according to scouts, um, he, like, the plan was that the Lopevi five, which was obviously Chad, Chris, Sarge, Julie and Twyla, um, they were going to get Rory to vote with them and vote out the other four women. That was kind of like their plan to target them. Um, basically, Julie and Twyla are kind of like, mm, I don't know, we kind of like the idea of voting with the women um, and staying strong with them and just having this women's alliance through to the end. Also because nobody really likes Rory and it's a pretty easy vote to get Rory out. And so the women all band together. Yay, women. Woo! There's six of them and only four men. And so Roy gets voted out. Thank God. Beautiful. And he gets voted out pre-jury, which I always love. Yeah, that always screws me up, like, in my head. When, like, they're merged halfway early in an episode. And they're like, well, you didn't. Like, that would suck. Yeah. But it's funny. Like, because I feel like, for the most part, the people that get voted out first at the merge and aren't on the jury, for some reason, I feel like they just always don't deserve to be on the jury. AKA, I think they're annoying for the most part. Like Rory. I remember having one other time. Uh, this has been a great episode so far. I said, I've referenced two other times. I can't <laughs> remember can't specifically. Remember. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, oh, I know what happened. I know what happened. <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I kind of just feel yeah, like it's that's always fair. like a funny person. It usually kind of makes sense in a way. Like with 41 when Sydney got voted out yeah. first at the merge. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, she doesn't deserve to be on the jury. Yeah, because she's a bitter on the social. <laughs> yeah, no, she's crazy. <laughs> Unless you want to come join us on the podcast, Sydney. Then yeah, Sydney, we'd love to have you. <laughs> <laughs> So yes, Rory gets voted out. We head into episode nine. And basically, obviously, like, Julie and Twyla were like, bye to the little peppy men. And so now it's essentially, like, men versus women. Classic, the gender wars of it all. And um, we head into a reward challenge 
where it's one of those like classic like here's a quiz if you get it right you get to like burn a skull and every person has like x amount of skulls and obviously all the women teamed up and (laughs) got all of the men out pretty easily um and so that was pretty powerful and Leanne won reward and so she was able to choose someone to go with her and they she picked Julie and they got on a helicopter ride and like looked at like the inlands of Vanuatu and like got chicken wings and champagne which was pretty cool actually I feel like the helicopter rides are always so like it always actually it always makes me think of Sunday from millennials yeah because I remember she was saying that's like that was like I remember someone's post about I was like that was like her one goal was to like get on a helicopter ride and she got it so they always make me think of her yeah I also I remember sobbing when Leanne and Julie were like having their picnic I don't really remember why but (laughs) I just remember it being like a really beautiful moment and I remember them just like rekindling and being like I think they yeah, they like form like they basically were like the two of us. Yeah. Yeah. No, they they made a final two plan. They didn't even make yeah. that a final three, four. They said no, they said a two. final two. Which said, I, I love it. when people make these. How can you really like solidify a final two? Like I get it's more of a like it's you and I no matter what. Right. Like, but it's just so funny to me. Yeah, I always yeah, I agree because. It'd be different if they were like, oh, we're going to go to the final five with these people. And like they made a longer term strategic plan where they're like, you and I, like I'm never writing you down. That commitment always makes yeah. more sense. Then like, oh, there's still nine people left, but it's me and you, baby. It's you and, and it's yep. like, you don't have the numbers at two. Like, yeah, how are you going to make sorry. that one happen? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh, so, yes, they have their little moment. Um, and meanwhile, while they're gone, the men of Lopevi are trying to figure out how to like break the women up and they really want to like focus on the tension between Eliza and Scout and try and convince the women to take Eliza out. Um, but we head into an immunity challenge. It's a puzzle. The men flop yet again. <laughs> and on the first round of it, immediately all three of them are out. Um, and Amy ends up winning immunity and the men again are trying to focus on like breaking these women up. And then Chad quickly realizes it's stupid for them to focus on Eliza. If there's like already like people don't like Eliza. So what they should, she, they should be working on bringing her into their grouping and like trying to get them to vote with trying to get her to vote with them. Um, doesn't do it and they end up voting out leah actually so she's the first member of the jury no yes yeah sarge goes he he's labeled as lee but he only ever goes by sarge okay i was like who the guys i'm a flop (laughs) i'm flop alert sarge goes (laughs) i was literally like who the hell is leah <laughs> yeah, because his name is Lee, I think, is what he is his like God given name, but his chosen name is Sarge. Obviously. I'm so flop. Yeah. Sarge is trying to break him up. Yeah. Sarge goes. <laughs> the root of it. And their plan to bring Eliza in doesn't work. Right. Sarge is the first member of the jury. 
So we go into episode 10 with eight people left. And basically, Scout wants to work with Chad and Chris to try to get Eliza and Amy and Leanne. They broken up. It's kind of like her ideal target. So we go into reward. Um, this one was just funny because they had like a sacrificial lamb and they had to like essentially throw this person through a ropes course. And I remember Eliza was one of them and they literally were just like throwing her body around this pole. And I just remember her like getting hurt, but I was like, sorry, babes, it's all for the reward, um, which Eliza's team wants. So like good for them. Um, and then basically Scout's trying to convince more people that they need to get Eliza out, yada, yada, yada. They go into immunity, which is when basically it comes down to Chad and Twyla. Um, this is the debut. I looked it up. I was like doing in-depth challenge reading. This is the debut of like the famous pole hanging thing where they like have to grip a pole and just hold on to it for as long as possible. Um, and this is the first time it's ever used, which I was like, wow, a new challenge type. Doesn't happen like, often. <laughs> no, yeah, no. You should be more excited, more enthused. <laughs> um, and so then Twilight ends up winning. And when they get back to camp, it's like, okay, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And basically, Scout and Twilight realize that they can't convince anyone else to vote with them to get Eliza out. And so it would either cause a tie or they could vote out Chad and like just make it easy. And that's what they end up doing. And the women vote Chad out. And so we go into episode 11 and there's seven people and it's like six women and one man. And I remember being like, wow, this is finally it. Like, yeah, you're like, hell fucking yeah. We're like, woo! Doesn't happen often. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> spoiler alert, it doesn't end. It doesn't end how you think it's gonna end. <laughs> but episode eleven, um, Chris obviously is like, I <laughs> want to work with, and so he is trying to like find um, the weekend spots, um, and he's trying to like aim people against Scout and Twyla, essentially. But they go to reward and Jeff tells everyone that they can communicate with their loved ones for an hour using a computer. It's some huge tech. (laughs) Um, And whoever wins would get an hour. And so everyone got like a minute. And so they get to reward. And there was like, it's essentially a memory. Everything you like get quizzed over things that have happened. And um whoever wins hot twist there family's actually there and they're going to be spending a night at camp with them so it gets really intense eliza wins and so then they like reveal that all their family's been there so all of them come out and it's really emotional it like also like thinking about it now like the fact we didn't get i get why we probably didn't have family reunions on 41 but like oh they're the best (laughs) like it is such a good part of survivor and everyone's crying whatever so eliza and her mom get to um like spend the night together and so then back at camp amy and leanne are talking to scout and twyla and trying to figure out if like chris is being true with them all of that 
but everyone's saying that they're all together. Um, but it is revealed that there's this Leanne Julie final two promise. And so this original plan of Leanne, Amy, Scout, and Twyla in the final four can't happen if Leanne has promised Julia spot in the final two. So there's a little bit of tension there. Um, but they go to immunity. Plot twist, families are here again. And um, they do this. I hate when they make the families participate in the immunity challenge. It makes me feel so bad. But they had to like guide them to get blindfolded or while they're blindfolded to get pieces of a puzzle. And um, Amy and her girlfriend end up beating out everyone. Hey, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Chris is basically convinced that he's gone. Like, he doesn't see how he can make it past this. And so he, they like, get- tells his fiance, like, he's okay, like, oh, that's yeah. It. <laughs> he's like, he's like losing. <laughs> I'll be home soon. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. And um, there's like, Julie and Leanne thinks Eliza should go. She doesn't deserve to be in the game any longer. And then Chris finds out about this and tells Twyla. And, like, he's basically felt like, okay, he's given a chance to kind of, like, help manipulate this. And if he can, like, manipulate it his way, he should be saved. And it's, like, kind of all this drama. They're all, like, talking through each other. To try and figure out who the person um should like be and he kind of teams up with eliza and is like you should like work with me and um like scout and eliza so it's scout eliza no scout eliza twyla and chris are like working together um and they go after leanne since amy obviously had immunity and they did it and they vote out Leanne. So Chris, shockingly, survives another day. <laughs> yeah, it was just crazy because it all basically just happened because Julie had this weird soft spot for Chris. And like she always just kind of played it off as like playing both sides. But she would always tell Chris like what the alliance's plan was, like who was targeted. And so then like when she felt bad for him thinking he was going to go home, she was like, oh, no, don't worry. And all because of that, he stayed. He lived to fight another day, which was crazy. And I was like, no way, no way, no way. But yeah, Leanne goes home and we go to episode 12 and it's what, down to six people now. And basically Amy like flips on Twyla and was just like, you suck yada 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 and Twyla's like you shouldn't have made the pecking order so clear like you played a bad game yada 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 and then we go to reward and Mr. Probst drives up in a hot new Pontiac G6 (laughs) I think it was silver or red I don't really remember Um, and we've come to the car challenge which again no spoiler by any means but the winner of the car challenge never wins the season and it like they're just like oh yeah we'll just keep doing the car challenge just like keep keep trying keep trying and basically there's this huge flying obstacle course and eliza ends up winning the challenge wins the car 
Amy comes in second and Chris comes in third and they get to join Eliza for like an overnight resort stay, yada, 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 like a nice shower, everything. And basically Eliza becomes the target of both Amy and Chris of like just insane, like lobbying and let's convince her to work with us, like just pitting her against everyone. And basically it comes down to the fact that at the end of the day, like it was just all of this shit was going on and Eliza may may God be easy on her because she was stressed and she was anxious and I don't really think she really knew what was going on or like she didn't really know who she could trust and so then she just chose to trust nobody which was great but it made for a lot of indecisiveness um and so we go into the immunity challenge and it comes down to Amy and Chris in this game of shuffleboard. I won't say Chris won, but Amy lost it for herself um, is how I'll choose to say that. And so Chris gets immunity and it's very clear that it's either Amy or Julie. And at the end of the day, Chris, Scout, Twyla and Eliza all stick together as this new found four um, and they vote out. Uh, Amy and it's really sad and I was personally heartbroken by it um I remember crying because I love her yeah Um, she's a good one yeah but anyways queen gay icon Amy Kusak leaves the game (laughs) so yep we head into episode um 13 the Eliza Twyla riff strong as ever um and julie is trying to uh, what's the word hot not hijack um use that riff yeah i guess (laughs) um um, use that riff to like get her own mission across (laughs) i don't know what i'm saying what is that that word um (laughs) you know what i'm trying to say though hijack whatever yes. whatever <laughs> um she's just trying to take advantage of yeah um and so she's trying to convince eliza to vote out twyla and she's like i'll do it if chris is on board the man has to be involved <laughs> i just remember this big blow up in camp too between twyla and eliza and like the screaming that was going on yeah it wasn't it wasn't a comfortable environment no not at all well because i think didn't twyla walk up on julie and eliza talking about voting her out or something like that like it was like julie and eliza were having this conversation in camp and twyla was like there for it and then they just like started fighting and i was like this is crazy this is (laughs) wild oh so yes so all that happens we go to reward it's like kind of like a mishmash of previous reward challenges um and the like award reward <laughs> is they get to go to Mount Yasser and get like a picnic. Um, Julie ends up winning and she gets to take someone along and she picks Chris, and with the intention of convincing Chris to vote out Twyla, and um, they basically. 
like have this moment chris returns to camp and tells like scout and twilight he's still with them so it doesn't seem that the convincing has worked um and then they head into the immunity challenge um jeff tells the story of roy mata which i don't even remember what that was basically it's one of those challenges again it's like a history challenge and and then then they have to like remember it and like but um eliza ends up winning immunity which was kind of cool i kind of like eliza um (laughs) chris still recognizes his power but in the end he sticks with scout and twyla and votes out julie um so she becomes the fifth member of the jury yeah and i remember a big part of his rationale had to do with the fact that like scout and twyla were not well liked by anyone so yeah he was really focused on who he was taking to the end like recognizing who made up the jury essentially Yeah. yeah and also at this time like I don't know, Eliza is just very much getting beaten up on by everyone else and especially in front of the jury and everything. And so she's just like mad. She's like tired of the game at this point. Um, Yeah, they go into the final four immunity challenge. Chris ends up winning um, and it's just like, God, the man really has to stick around, huh? Um, And it kind of just became clear that like, Eliza was on the outs like it was like who basically like Eliza's gonna go four and we'll just worry about the three later on um so Eliza gets voted out on an easy like three one decision and then they go into the final three immunity challenge after they do their whole like walk of remembrance what is it rites of passage that's what it's called the walk of remembrance fucking hate the rites of passage yeah, <laughs> literally oh god it's a solid 10 minutes so you can always skip over though that's i do miss that um so they have to do their endurance final challenge which i know miss now loves and they stand in their little bow and arrow position and it comes down to twyla and chris Twyla loses her balance and Chris wins again. So he's guaranteed in the final two. And up until this point, I think he pretty much knows like he's not going to beat Scout because nobody likes Twyla. Like some people don't like Scout, but nobody likes Twyla. Like she is not a kind, smooth talking, easygoing person at all. Yeah. <laughs> And so Scout is the seventh and final member of the jury. And yeah, we go into the travel, final travel council. Just and I mean, yeah, that the trend of Twyla not being liked is very prevalent in final tribal. Basically, both of them are just ragged on for not being nice people and... I mean, that's what happens. Neither of them are liked very much. Um, but they're also the two in the final two. So one of them has to be voted for. And I think in the end... Isn't that always just a stinger that one of the two has to win? <laughs> um, I think in the end... If people just didn't like Twyla at all, 
I think there was, she swore on her son's name. People didn't like that because she lied. <laughs> um, they just, in the end, trusted or like liked Chris just a little bit more. And so Twyla got votes from Amy and Scout. And Chris got votes from Sarge, Julie, Eliza, Chad, and Leanne. So he won and was the sole survivor of season uh, an nine. Unsuspecting win. Coming yeah. From coming six from to one. Yeah, it's <laughs> fucked up and so maddening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, sorry, women, but we really could have done better this time around, don't you think? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. I did not land well. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's the second half <laughs> yeah. of Survivor Season 9, Vanuatu, and we will be right back. We're so thankful for all of the love and support so far. Keep checking out our Instagram and telling all of your friends about our podcast. If you're interested in supporting our ongoing project to improve our podcast, please head over to our anchor.fm website where you can become a monthly supporter and donator to Idols, Icons, and iRolls. All right, welcome back. We're going to get into our Idols, our Icons, and our iRolls of Season 9. Um, Peter, do you want to start us off? Oh my gosh, of course. Um I think my idol's choice is going to be a little controversial just between the two of us because you literally just said like 10 minutes ago that you hate when the loved ones compete in the immunity challenge. And I loved when the loved ones competed in at least in this immunity challenge. Um, I don't really know why. I think mainly because Amy and her girlfriend won, but also because um, like, I remember Leanne and I think her boyfriend or her brother, I don't know, some male loved one were doing it. And they were so far behind that at one point Leanne said, just don't worry about it. And like, they just started laughing. And I was like, that's funny. Like (laughs) those are moments that like you don't get to normally have. But Leanne was like, yeah, it's just not even going to work. Like it's just, which I know. If I was there with certain loved ones, I'd be like, there's no chance. I'd be like, I know that we're not going to work together. And this is sad for us, but it's the reality. So, I don't know. I just really, I thought it was funny. And, like, there were some good moments from it. And also, you know, I felt like it was great to see Amy win. With It was great to see lesbians win on national TV, okay? (laughs) No, I just, I, it's not, I just, oh, my phone is making a reflection. Um, I just always feel bad. Like, I always feel really bad at the, like, right. pressure that they put on the loved ones. That's why yeah. I don't like it. Um, no, I get it. Like, the loved ones are there for yeah. a total of maybe two days. And, like, in Leanne's like, case. sick. I've ruined, yeah. like, Chris's girlfriend. Steph thought she could his ability to stay in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the pressure should only be on the people competing. The contestant. <laughs> fair, 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 fair. Um, my idols moment. Um, we know if there's one thing about me in Survivor, it's that I love an endurance challenge. Um, I just switched it up a little. Like you would think I would go with the classic new one, apparently. Or they're hanging on a pole. But 
I am going to go with the final immunity challenge, um, the bow and arrow of it all. Um, I think that's kind of like a unique twist on an endurance challenge. And I thought it was fun. And, you know, the pressure is even more on when it's like, like one of the, those final immunity challenges when they make it like endurance and like you have been out there for day, like literally weeks and like you have all of this energy and it's like you're exhausted, but you like are so close to making it. I think that that just is the perfect way to like end a season with immunity challenge. No, I loved the fact that they had to do a little stance. Like, it wasn't just about standing there. No, anymore. it was posing. They were it was, posing. <laughs> it was, give us your best pose and hold it. And go. America, America's yeah. Next Top Model could never. <laughs> they would never even think about it. Well, I don't know. Tyra maybe had that idea. Who knows? She said got something up her sleeve. Um, anyways, on to our icons. Um. Now, I'll let you start with your icon because I feel like I've already given mine away. That's fair. Yes. That's fair. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay, guys, I have a problem picking icons. Um, but I just picked Eliza. Did she do anything all that great? No. <laughs> do I kind of love her and her chaotic energy? Yeah. Do I find her a little annoying? Absolutely. Do I want to love and support her? Yes. So Eliza's my icon. Um, I kind of love that she was always involved in drama in a way. Like everyone had something to say about Eliza and Eliza had something to say about everyone. And I think, spoiler alert, she comes back. I think it continues in her narrative and that's something I appreciate. Um, She wasn't afraid of that. And... She was fun, and honestly, she goes a lot farther than I think she was short of, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, Eliza's well, my icon. No, yeah, I was going to say, something like supporting your iconship of Eliza is the fact that she really should have gone, like, back when it was in tribes. Like, she should have been gone, and she made Final Four, which is pretty crazy. So... Yeah, I mean, she she maybe didn't have the greatest social game, but she was doing something, right? And it deserves to be studied. Um, so yeah, for me, my icon, pretty clearly Amy. Um, I said a lot of reasons why, but I already told Nell this. I'm going to do a little reading of um, one of her votes. And by one of her votes, it's actually her last vote. Um, so it's the episode she's voted out in her voting confessional. She and Scout are both openly gay women and there had been like kind of a like understanding between the two of them and like a little bit of an alliance but then scout turns on her and so amy votes for scout and says <clears throat> well scout you're pretty good at hiding your nasty side but when your true colors come out they're no part of any rainbow i've ever seen i remember hearing that and i was like oh my god amy is like a wordsmith like that was crazy I just can't imagine being out there for like 33 days and being like, I'm going to come up with a real zinger right now and coming up with a zinger. And I was like, go for you, Amy. And then when she was leaving, she was like, I could just hold Twilight underwater for two minutes. I was like, I could also do that. (laughs) It's like Twilight is annoying. (laughs) And so I loved Amy. I think she deserved the world and the, the world didn't give her the world. And so therefore... I had to stand it. And she also comes back later on. 
um, not to jump ahead of ourselves. Uh, but yeah, that's my icon, Amy. And now for our eye roll. Well, oh. I was going to say, there is something about like when someone in Survivor delivers a zinger, you it's like an extra level of applause you must give them because no one wrote that at all for them. Like there is no producer interference. Like when you watch Real Housewives, you can tell when a producer or someone kind of writes a line for them to say in a confessional or whatever. But that is like pure that individual and survivor. And I think that's like that adds even more to it. No, I, and I'm so glad you said it. You're right. That was all Amy. Nobody, nobody did. That. And also she couldn't even write it down. Maybe it's just my brain, but to remember something like that, to say like, wow, she was thinking. Um, anyways, so now for our eye rolls, um, I do kind of feel a little weird about, you know, saying, you know, icon queen Amy and now to like attack the women. But I just think that it's absolutely bonkers that the women could not manage to stick together for one more vote and just get Chris out. Like, I don't know what, because it's not like this was an accidental women's alliance. Like they made the point of it being a women's alliance and they were one vote away from then being able to do whatever they could. And I understand for strategy purposes, the numbers probably wouldn't have worked out for a line. Like the numbers would have been weird at six. I get it. They needed it the move to happen at seven in order for things to really happen. But I really think that we could have used another woman winning and the women did it to themselves, quite frankly. Chris was not the mastermind behind that plan. He was simply a pawn. And he obviously goes on to win. But yeah, that's my eye roll. I love you women, but you could have done better. I agree. It was disappointing and frustrating. Um, and I mean, it always, shit like that always makes me mad in Survivor. I'm always like, could we just maybe look at who you're surrounding like could we just let not a man win which leads beautifully into my eye roll which is the fact that someone named chris daughtry is winning survivor and it's not chris daughtry of daughtry i i believe if a celebrity has the same name as you i'm sorry you don't get your name anymore because i only have room to recognize one person as chris daughtry like I'm sorry if your name's Taylor Swift mama that's not your name anymore if your name's Charlie XCX that's not your name anymore I just don't have the energy space in my brain to remember that like it's just that if your name can't be Chris Daughtry and you can't be winning Survivor and not also be producing albums for Daughtry that's all I have to say with it I could not have said it better myself. I agree. I, because I, I literally was like, I know this name from. Survivor. No, literally the whole time honest. I was like, Chris no, Daughtry's this. on Survivor. Yeah, no, that it was a long crazy. time to realize it wasn't actually Chris, <laughs> <laughs> who famously was maybe on American Idol around this time. Did I make that up? I'm gonna I, 
it seems that you're Chris Daughtry's number one fan based off of this little rant that just came about. I what I will say is I think it's pretty crazy. Oh, they are spelled different. How different? Um, the singer is D A U G H T R Y. Yeah. And the survivor is D A U G H E R T Y. Not different enough. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just an E. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he was on, Chris Daughtry was on season five of American Idol, which was. Okay, it would have been like a year or two later. To, in 2006. Right, winter 2006. And so when was Survivor of this year? Um, this was airing like fall 2004. It's like a year and a half prior. So what I'm hearing is it could have been up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's very true. And unfortunately, it does seem like Chris Daughtry of Daughtry, the band, should have changed his name. Which one's more famous? (laughs) (laughs) Is this Mandela Effect? I don't know what the Mandela Effect is, but I think that this could be it. Anyways. That's, anyway, I think we've gotten to the point that if no, you have a celebrity's name, change your name. <laughs> change your name. Um, and yeah, and those are our idols, our icons and our idols. And we've already talked about this, but there are just two returning players from this season. And it's our icons, Amy and Eliza, which like, thank God we get to see them again. Oh, literally and God they, bless. They get to play together again on the greatest season of all time. So thank fucking God. Um, so yeah, that's our recap. Of season nine, part two, Vanuatu. Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah, not our finest moment on the last one, but that's. (laughs) Did I pronounce Kasaya wrong? No, you were great. Okay. I just forgot to unmute myself (laughs) and then I forgot to say the end. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for episode 27, where we catch up on all the happenings of season 12 Panama, an incredible season that introduces us to one of the greatest players of all time. As always, follow us on Instagram at idols.icons.iros. Follow and review our podcast wherever you're listening to us and be on the lookout for plenty more content to come your way. Thank you.